welcome to Morning Rays of Grace, a place where we grow in the enlightenment of God's word and grace. I'm your host, Angelica Walker, and without further ado, let's get started. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Morning Rays of Grace. This fall, we are going to be falling into the Psalms. Yes, we're going to be digging a little deeper into the Psalms this fall. Over the past summer, I have been reading through the Psalms and it has been blessing me and stretching me and encouraging me. So I just want to give you guys a little snippet of what I've learned over the summer. And so for the next few weeks, we're just going to be in the book of Psalms, just going through some of the chapters and some of the scriptures. So this week, we're going to start in chapter uh, 50 with the topic, Outshine the Sun. Outshine the Sun. Do you ever think about outshining the sun, shining brighter than the sun? Something that I tell myself sometimes is... Angelica, don't let the sun outshine you. Remember that you carry the sun. Don't let the S-U-N sun outshine you. Remember that you carry the S-O-N sun. And that is with a capital S. Put some respect on it, okay? Don't let the sun outshine you. And as I was reading through the Psalms, um, when I got to Psalm 50, it was like, yes, this is, this is it, God. Um, we are called to, to bear your light. We are called to shine bright. We are sh- called to shine the light of God, the, the, the light of Jesus. Jesus came here to be a light and we are here to carry his light as well. So let's go ahead and get into this message. I am going to read Psalm 50 verse 1 and 2 that is going to be our key scripture for today and it reads the mighty one God the Lord speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting out of Zion the perfection of beauty God shines forth come on that is so beautiful out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. So in the beginning, God is, is talking about the mighty one, God the Lord. He speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to his setting. So basically, he's calling his people from all over the world. He's calling his people from, wait, where does the sun rise? From the east to the west, he is calling and summoning them. So here... The sun is used as more of a location of of a setting place and not as illumination, so to speak. It's just a place, oh, wherever the sun rises and said, that's where God is calling his people. But not only that, the next sentence, it says, out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. God shines forth through Zion. And Zion, we know, is the place where God's people lives. Come on, this is where God's people lives 
in Zion. And this is where God shines forth. God shines through his people. God uses us, his vessels, to shine a light amongst the earth, to shine bright wherever we go. This is where God is shining. And the thing is, we are not only shining on the hill of Zion, we are shining from the east to the west, the north and the south. We He has us placed everywhere so that his glory may shine in this earth. And let's not forget the perfection of beauty part. You are completely beautiful. You are beautifully and wonderfully made. And out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. He shines forth through your completed beauty. Now, God is light in darkness, okay? God is light in darkness. I'm going to read Psalms 139 verse 12 and it reads, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The light will shine like the day for darkness is as light to you. Light here is the light of joy and happiness and God is that light. God overshadows darkness. God encompasses darkness. Nothing is too dark for him. Nothing is too dim for him. Like he is literally light. I want to also read First John 1 verse 5 and it reads this is the message we have heard from him and declare to you God is light in him there is no darkness at all so we know that there is no darkness in God he is light he can't be darkness it pretty much says God cannot be darkness so if there is darkness in your life if if there is um just anything that is overpowering the 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 light of God that is not of God and God is powerful to come over that which is dark like he did in Genesis like he is able to cover all of our sins, to cover all darkness, to cover all shame and guilt, whatever darkness is just weighing you down, God is 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 the answer for that. And we are called to be his light. He he is our light so that we may be light unto others. And that's how God works. He's 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 good like that. So with that being said, you are made for darkness because God is light. You are also made for darkness. You are also called to be his light. It says in Matthew 5, chapter 5, verse 14, it says that you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Did you guys get that? A town on a hill cannot be hidden hidden mount zion is a hill in jerusalem and you cannot be hidden you were made for darkness and you know oftentimes we we shrink back in our darkness and we are we're but we're not called to shrink 
back from it. We're not called to run from it. We're not called to be afraid of it. You know, have you ever saw that show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes, as kids, we grow up, we're scared of the dark and and all that comes with it, all the, the spooky things that it, it may be like, but we're not as, as, as citizens of Christ, as light barriers and Christians, we are not called to be afraid of the dark, nor are we called to be overtaken by it. The darkness should not overshadow us it, because Jesus said, take heart. He has overcome the world. He has overcome the world by us being his light. He has overcome the world by his blood. He has used our bodies to live in this dark world. But, you know, our spirits, it still dwells in the presence of God. Our spirits should be in heavenly places. If we think like the earth, if we move like the world, if we talk like the world, if we do everything like the world, then are we really of heaven or are we really citizens of the world in that case, if we look like them? Because we are called to look different. We are called to shine. Not everybody is shining. Um, and I'm going to talk about that in a little too, on how, you know, to use your light, how, how we should be using our light as Christians. And when I say our spirits are in heaven, not necessarily in heaven, our spirit is definitely in our body, but our spirit is from heaven. It has, um, it is the spirit of Christ. It is the Holy Spirit. And that spirit comes only from Christ himself. And that spirit is what dwells with inside of our bodies, our earthly bodies, so that spirit can shine out to the world through our earthly bodies. Now, I also we also see in Genesis 1 that during creation, where God made, you know, the moon, the sun, and the stars, and all of those things, but the sun was to bring, and the sun was to bring light today. Um, it, it brought light to the day and the moon and the stars, you know, it brought light to the night, but light was already there. Like light <laughs> was already there before these things were ever created. In verse three, he said, let there be light. And just like you, just like me, he uses us to light up the darkness of this world and it doesn't have to be we don't need the sun to do it like he uses us to illuminate his light and that light is way more important than any sun any illumination of the sun we are vessels we are carriers we are containers of his holy spirit in john 9 john chapter 9 verse 5 he says as long jesus says this as long as i am in the world i am the light of the world he didn't say the sun is the light of the world. He didn't say the moon, the stars. He didn't say the street light is the light of the world. He didn't say the lampshade is the light of the world. He didn't say your car headlights is the light of the world. He said, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And Jesus is still 
on this world, he's still here with us and he is still lighting up this world. That is the only thing that lights up this world, real light, holy light, pure light, authentic light. It is his light. His spirit is here. It's in you. It's in us. It's over us. In Genesis 1, his spirit hovered over the face of the waters. Like his spirit is here and it has always been here. Um, So we carry his light and his love and his joy and his peace and all of the fruits of the spirit because we are called um, according to his purpose. We belong to him. That is us. So never let you know, you or anyone else dim your light. Like I said previously, so many times we shrink back at darkness. So many times we shrink back at our own light. (laughs) Like sometimes we dim our own light. Sometimes we're afraid to step out and do things. Sometimes we're afraid to be bright and to shine bright because sometimes, to be honest, for me, it's too bright for me. And I have to, you know, renew my mind and restore it with God's words so that I know who I am and how bright he really is and that I can do this. I can carry this. Like he has entrusted me with his spirit. I have given him my yes. I believe in him. So he lives within me. And in the beginning or during anything, it doesn't even have to be in the beginning. As we go along this journey and we face new things and new trials and new challenges and new tribulations, it can be scary. So I just want to encourage you and myself to continue shining our light for Christ. Now, let's talk about using your light. I want to read Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. It reads, in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. This is how we use our light. Your light is so that people can see your good deeds so that they will glorify your father in heaven. We are not to be glorified. We are not to have deeds that glorify us. We are not to do things out of selfish gain or alternative motives outside that are not pure, that are not holy. We are called to be willing vessels for Christ and we are also called to be eager to serve him so that people may see God and not us. We should be pointing people to Jesus. We should be using our light to point people to Jesus. Our light should be shining on Christ. Our light should not be shining on us. We are not the spotlight. We just hold the light up. It's like having a flashlight, you know, and not shining it on your face like people would do when you're talking about scary stories and stuff around a campfire people put the light on their face in the dark (laughs) no our light is to shine it on God we should be holding our flashlight towards God we should be pointing people towards him hey look at God hey look at this look at that look and when they see you they should see God so 
I want to encourage us to do things out of compassion, out of love, out of um, just loving people and, and doing our good deeds. You know, at the end of the day, at the end of our lives, we want to hear well done, good and faithful servant. Like we want to serve God and we want to be good and faithful to him and not necessarily faithful to people and all the pressures that they put on us. So continue to do everything you do for the Lord. He will be proud of you. So remember that God is the light. You are the light. And remember to use your light wisely. I want to end this episode by reading Isaiah chapter 50 verse 1 through 5 over you. But I encourage you to read the full chapter by yourself and with God. It is beautiful. So this is again Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 through 5. And it reads, Arise, shine. For your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The the Gentiles shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar and your daughters shall be nursed at your side. Then you shall see and become radiant. And your heart shall swell with joy because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We thank you that you are the light. We thank you that you have called us to be the light in darkness. Thank you that we don't have to do it alone. I thank you that we can do it with you, that we can do it with you and not just for you, but we can partner with you and be the light that you have called us to be, Lord. So I just pray for each and every listener that they know you, that they see you, that they don't shrink back at darkness, but that they know they carry the light to overpower it, to to overtake it, Lord God. It is you and only you. Only by your power, only by your spirit, will we be able to defeat any darkness that comes our way, Lord. So I thank you. I thank you that we can shine bright. We can love our light. We can embrace our light. We cannot shrink. We don't have to shrink back at our light. We can go forth in what you have called us to do. So I just pray that we outshine the sun and every single day of our lives and everything that we do. In Jesus' mighty holy name, amen. Amen.